anyway, I asked you, cause I'm, I'm always curious to know more. And I know that the listener, like I know that Allie Ward on one of the bonus episodes, like really opened up about her relationship yeah. and people loved that episode. And I know that every, so many people relate to that kind of struggle. So I asked you if you would be willing to talk about all of this on a Patreon episode, because it's like behind it's in the, these sure. are the very <laughs> kind people who can keep the secrets. Well, yeah. yes. Cause yes. it's the sweeties. It's a sweetie group. And you yeah. said you would. So Happily. here you are. Yes. Um, but something that just came out when we were chatting earlier, which I may have known, but I had forgotten that you were married. Yeah. What happened? Can was you believe the, that? The story so there? It was uh, a little bit. In- Hi guys. No, no. Already. I don't like it. <clears throat> okay. Hold on. <clears throat> hey guys, uh, there's going to be a, a few different things about this episode. Um, you might have noticed I'm not Lisa uh, or Raphael. Uh, congratulations, I, I congratulate you on your astute observation. Um, who am I? We'll get to that later. You probably read the episode description, but who was that who you were just listening to? That was Renee Colvert and Allison Rosen. Um, so... Uh, one of the different things I'm going to be doing here is I uh, play in a little clippy clip here or there, and that is from the most recent Patreon episode at the $5 level. It is really good. It's a really good episode, which is why I played it. Um, there's no... Um, uh, so so Renee was on Daniel Van Kirk's podcast, and she talked a lot about you know her personal life and you know the mystery uh, wrapped in a sweater or some sort of windbreaker that is Renee. Um... Even if you have heard that episode, which you should, if, if you're interested, if you like Renee, like most people do. Uh, if you, The Patreon episode, Allison's interview, is, is it goes further. And as you may think you know where that particular story is headed, that she just said, you don't. You don't. Uh, there's some new information in there. Um, but anyway, it's a really good episode. In the, uh, in the vein of the Allie Ward Patreon episode. Um, which is also like very personal, and they've re- got really deep in this, into stuff. This one is even more so, and it's like an hour and a half long. It's good content, is what I'm saying in modern internet speak. Um, so, if you're thinking about being a donor, or if you're already a donor, and you're like, hey, I should check that out, you're correct. Congratulations again, you should check that out. Um, if you're not a Patreon subscriber, uh, even if you can't do it right now, um, in the future, if you're like, hey, let me slip five bucks into that tip jar, um, that episode, all the back stuff at the $5 level will remain up and available, so uh, put a, a pin in that. Go back and listen to that, because if you like Allison's show, in particular if you like Renee, you will appreciate that episode. Um, uh, this is a commercial for Allison Rosen's show on the Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. Um, okay, back to the regular show, uh, which is not the regular show. You'll figure it out. You'll figure it out.
welcome to the 162nd episode of the Best Friends Fancast. Uh, today we will be discussing all kinds of things. You'll find out. Um, um, okay, shout outs, shout outs, shout outs. Uh, shout outs to, of course, Lisa and Raphael. Uh, they have decided not to do the show anymore. Um, so I, Trice, will be your, your co-host moving forward. Um, they didn't know this until they listened just now that they've been evicted from the show. Um, in all likelihood, they will be back next week. Um, so shout outs to them, our regular hosts. Uh, shout out to uh, superfan Megan. I, I will be going to Southern California uh, later this month just for a couple days to see uh, an old band of mine that I like, a, a band that I used to listen to, not that I was in, because um, they don't play shows that often anymore. They're called The Start. You may have heard them uh, as the intro just about a minute ago. Um, and while I'm down there, I'm going to hang out with Lisa and Megan and try to get into some trouble. So shout out to you guys. Shout out to Joanna and Suzanne, who might be up here sometime. Um, uh, shout out to, of course, Galadriel, but that's a, a, an ongoing thing. Uh, shout out to the Best Friend Fancast Facebook group. Hey, guys, how's it going? Um, uh, Y'all are great. Uh, and I think that's it for shout outs. Oh, belated happy birthday to Suzanne also. Shout out to Dr. Jen, who sent me a Do You Need a Ride sticker uh, podcast that both of us listened to. That was very nice. I appreciate it. Um, also, a shout out to uh, ultra fan Rafael Marquez Castaneda, a.k.a. Uh, um, young uh, Energizer. I'm looking at a battery right now. I feel like that works, though. Um, <laughs> you mentioned on the last episode how come I don't, you know, <laughs> send nice messages to you because Lisa said I sent her a nice message with something. You know what? You're right. I'll try to be better about it. Okay. Um, so we're going to talk about the Monday episode with Ben Glebe, um, who was running for president. Uh, we're going to talk about the Thursday episode, which, uh, you know what? Okay. I'm slightly disorganized. I, I took a lot of notes. I did a lot of things, but uh, uh, I did not get the episode titles on hand. I am not responsible in that manner. We are going to talk about the Monday episode, Ben Glebe is running for president. Also the Thursday episode, Gorilla Breakfasts, humiliating job duties, and some show news. Um, also, shout out to Colonel Jeff. Uh, we'll get to that later. Um, okay, okay, okay. Uh, also, we're going to be talking about some other assorted things that have been going on. Uh, the Patreon episode, as, as I mentioned before. Uh, I probably won't talk much about that. Um, you know, just because that's that's the rule, you know what I mean? You can't be giving away the cow. Yeah, giving away the, the milk. You have to buy the cow. Yes, that's right. Um, <laughs> I'm sure Allison appreciates that. Oh, also, uh, just, just other random things, such as Allison was on Rachel O'Brien's podcast. Rachel O'Brien was on her podcast the previous week or so. Um, <laughs> I... I listened to that episode. I listened to Allison on Rachel's episode. Uh, Keanu owes Rachel O'Brien an email. I had no idea it was the same person. It just completely left my mind. I listened to the whole thing, and then I went back to re-listen for this just to see if there was anything interesting. And it was like, oh, oh, wait a minute. Like, the second time through, I was like, oh, yeah, 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 it's the same person. Yeah, I'm great. I'm a good host. Guys, I'm killing it. I'm doing a great job so far. I don't know if you know. Um, we can debate it get on twitter we'll debate it in the worst form for debating anything also oh childish uh, we are gonna discuss the two most recent episodes of childish by we i mean me and you guys i guess you, you are my captive audience um the last 
two most recent episodes of Childish, Greg's almost gay experience, uh, in which he says, he describes a playful hate crime he committed, um, and also the previous episode, uh, episode 28, uh, the biggest one I've ever seen, which is, of course, in reference to a house, I think. Um, anyway, uh, also, Jenna Kim Jones update. Um, let's start there. Hi, you guys. Exciting news. I'm making this video to let you know. Hi, Sam. Hi. Hello. This is... I have a unicorn. <laughs> okay, you guys. I'm making this video to let you know that I will be doing Jenna Tries videos for the month of June. That's right. Jenna Tries videos for the month of June. And Samantha has a unicorn. Exciting times. Bye. So, Jenna... Uh... She does a thing on Instagram called Jenna Tries, where she tries snack foods, and she's taken a little bit of hiatus, I think, just because of life stuff, but she's back at it. Jenna Kim Jones is back on her old um, malarkey. They don't swear, so I won't say I won't say a bad word. But yeah, back at it again. Darn, Daniel. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's it's a fun, it's very internet. It's a uh, watch her try and rate various snack foods. She's done like the weird Swedish fish Oreos or whatever in the past. I look forward to it. Um, also, so Jenna and Al, I believe this was mentioned on Best Friends Fancast already, but they have stopped doing Sorry Not Sorry, but they switched to a new format. So they're still doing a podcast, but it's in little like bite-sized 15-minute episodes where they just talk about whatever is going on. Like they, they've got a schedule, you know, Mondays are for talking about this and then Tuesdays are that or whatever. So they're still doing it, which is cool. Um, I have not listened in a while. I did listen because of top commenter uh, Leanne Ward uh, mentioned that they did an episode on the fruit song, which is great. Um, I I did not appreciate Jenna as much as maybe I should have while she was on the show. Listening back to old episodes, the rapport between her and Allison was really nice. So go ahead and check that out uh, at your earliest convenience. We used to be on Allison's Ro Allison's Rosens. Yes, Allison Rosens. <laughs> We used to be on our dear friend Allison Rosen's podcast on her Thursday episode in which she has her friends come and you just talk about all kinds of fun stuff. Yes, anything should, goes. It is so much fun. We used to be on there uh, with her and Daniel and uh, Jeff and yeah, Greg, Greg and yeah. then rotating and then like guests. Rotating, yeah. yeah, so yeah. lots of people, lots of fun. Um, honestly like the one thing i truly miss from los angeles absolutely totally i told agree. her that recently as well yeah. like um just so you know you are the only thing i miss from la i was Aww. not close with la but i was that, close to you we yeah they were they became really really great friends yeah yeah i i miss them rachel o'brien uh no on the allison rosen episode of rachel o'brien's podcast um allison just went over her life story and uh, you, you may have heard it before if you're listening to this podcast um uh, but I did find something new and interesting there, I think. Uh, at least new. <laughs> which is that Allison kind of internet stalked Daniel a little bit, which I did not know and which is delightful. Um, and then we had this like brief email exchange, mm -hmm. but there was something about it that made it stand out to me. Yeah. And I looked him up on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So... I bring that up because it's like right from the get-go, there was just something different about him. Yeah. I looked him up on Facebook, and then he asked 
if we could be Facebook friends. And I said yes, but I didn't tell him that I had already like su- I already yeah. was like, what does this guy look like? Oh, no, you, like, you pretend like you know nothing yeah. and you haven't stalked his entire right. Facebook back to his mom. and Yeah, right. But I was already curious about yeah. him. Okay, let's get to the Monday episode, which was uh, featuring an interview with Ben Glebe, who is a comedian who has been on the show, the Thursday show, many times, uh, and who is now running for president of the United States. This section has been deleted. Okay, I'm going to interrupt the normal flow of things here. Um, Let's talk childish let's talk childish in general let's talk about greg fitzsimmons um so i i was a pretty regular childish listener i'd get behind every once in a while um i do like greg and allison together and i i think there's a side of allison that doesn't necessarily come out on her other shows and i think it's probably good for her to be able to get that out if you know what i mean to uh have a place to you know uh, talk about butts or whatever. I don't know. You know what I mean. If you've listened to the show, you definitely know what I mean. Um, Allison is funny on Childish and cracks jokes in a way that she doesn't on the other podcasts, which I appreciate because uh, that side of her is not necessarily... I, I want more of that. I'm always entertained by her, her wisecracking. better is a scab on your scalp. Because then it's like, first of all, you've got the cover of hair. Well, I do. And you could... How did you... I'm curious. How did you name O2? And be honest, how much of it was how in awe you are of of, uh, my child's name? I said to Daniel, look, I can't be Greg. I can't marry Greg. And that is my cross to bear. Yeah. But what I can do is name my child after his child. And Daniel said, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> no. Um, and I like them together. I think they they make a good show. Um, but there was an incident a couple weeks ago that actually uh, made me put the show on hiatus. Um, so long story short, uh, Greg Fitzsimmons was telling some story about how, I think, yeah, they got like a listener call or a listener email about you know, how how do I explain gay people to my kids or whatever? And uh, Greg made a comment about, oh, you should just, you know, to the say to the kid, hey, haha, you know, that's funny, right? Because the kid will, might be processing it that way and then be like, no, you know, it's actually, it's actually normal. And uh, I didn't think m- much of it because Greg says a certain number of things that uh, makes problematic statements from time to time. And that's sort of baked into the cake. Um, but then I saw Superfriend Megan's message about it on, I think she posted it on the, the Facebook group and also she tweeted about it, um, about how, hey, uh, don't, don't, uh, instill into your kid the idea that being gay is like weird. <laughs> That's not good. Don't do that. And it, 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 seeing Megan have an issue with it is really what, what, um, uh, I felt a certain kind of way about it, as they say on the East Coast. I was feeling some kind of way about it. And uh, I, I uh, put the show on the back burner for a little while. I just started listening again recently, and it is funny, and it is, it's a good show. Greg still does make problematic comments from time to time. By time to time, I mean every episode at some point. Uh, we'll get into that later. But in Greg's defense, sort of, 
he, he didn't mean it to come across how it did, I think. So, uh, all that said, I've listened to the last couple episodes to catch up. Um, uh, oh boy. So I, <laughs> I have a list of problematic statements written down. I'm trying to talk about not those and other things. Um, uh, oh, okay. So Allison talked about some friend of hers who was like very, very anti-abortion. And of course, um, this person who um, was was once, I guess, very liberal or whatever, or maybe just not conservative. They've found religion and is now very, very anti-abortion. And this person has had several abortions themselves. And Allison was pointing out, you know, that's probably why they feel so strongly about it. Who is this person? I don't know, and maybe we don't know this person, but uh, I'd like to know who this person is. Probably not Jenna, I'm guessing. I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that. <laughs> it seems unlikely. Um, uh, is it uh, the lady whose husband died on the bike accident? I don't think it's her either. Um, yeah, I'm curious who this is. I, for some reason, thought of the lady from Facts of Life who became very, like, uh, religious and conservative, but Allison doesn't actually know that person. Yeah, even though you know, of course, she feels like she does. There's a masturbation thing. We don't need to get into it. Um, Allison talked about her birthday when she was a kid and her dad being drunk at her birthday, which is like, oh, that's new insight. What's uh, ah, what's up with Marty? This name isn't Marty, but uh, <laughs> Marty's the first name that comes to mind. Um. And that's most of my uh, notes <laughs> that don't involve something Greg said. It's like, what? Why would you say? That's very Jewish of you, he said about three minutes in. It's like, well, all right. I know it's a joke. I know how you meant it. But it's like, yeah, yeah. I don't know about that, man. I don't know about that, man. I mean, it's really almost to the point where you could do an entire segment just based on Greg's questionable comments. Like like a problematic Greg segment with like a theme song and everything. Problematic, problematic, problematic Greg. And then just play clips because like it's, it's, it's every show. But, you know, uh, uh, oh, wait, hold on a second. What's that? No, I just, wait, 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 wait. Oh, all right. And I did something which I don't think I would ever recommend, but it worked for me. I self-treated it with some antibiotics that I had left over from one time I thought I had a UTI. They gave me the antibiotics, and then the test came back and showed that I didn't have one. That's very Jewish of you. To to save your uh, antibiotics oh and use them and self-prescribe totally... them. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, the second episode. Um, um, oh, Greg's almost gay experience. Yeah, this is a hate crime, right? <laughs> this is like, and by the way, also just like fraud. Like, you can't go out into the woods and be like, hey, man, yeah, I'm here to fucking S your D or whatever. And then someone's like, hey, cool, here's my D. And then you shove them. It's like, hey, man, what's uh, what's your deal? Why why you why are you doing that? I'm not saying you, you have to S his D, but like, you should compromise, man. Just let him watch you jerk it. Whatever. Something, man. It's not, it can't be. Anyway, it's probably not it's probably not cool to say either. Um, I dislike intensely 
that they call Allison's kid O2. Again, this is a joke, but um, Greg also has a son named Owen. And so, because that being the case, Allison, Greg came up with the joke that, oh, they should call her kid O2 because he was born later. And it's cute, but eh, I don't I, Perhaps people with unique names are sensitive when it comes to these issues, but eh, don't be, don't be fucking, don't be fucking doing weird stuff with his name. Don't demote Allison's kid. Uh, Allison mentioned she was at a Helen Reddy concert when she was a kid and tells a funny story about that, which was, uh, that's a, the thing I like about Childish is that you hear stuff come out of Allison that you've maybe just not ever heard before. I don't know. And this is, of course, not directly related to um, the subject of the show. There's no reason this wouldn't come up on the other shows. But it's just like, I don't recall hearing Allison talk about a fucking Helen Reddy concert. Does I Am Woman Hear Me Roar? That lady. That's, that's just it's funny. It's funny to me. Uh, problematic statement about the French. Uh, ba ba Good bald joke. Good joke about the name thing. Um, okay, yeah, I think that's about it. All right. Um, so our next segment. Uh, oh, wait, wait a minute. Hold on. No, no, it was the robot. Why wasn't Okay. Uh, one more. The guys. I shouldn't say this. Do it. Or, or maybe the don't. The guys seem a little, like, not that manly. Not like your oil rig Canadians? No, no. They're, maybe it's because they speak French, and I just have a thing about men that speak French. Look at you. You know, I try to avoid talking about complaining ever about uh, the situation of being a straight white male today in Hollywood, because, you know, it is hard. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. We're, we are... Um, when will you get your due? It, it is kind of like I'm reading this book about uh, Crazy Horse, mm-hmm. and it is funny. Like the names of the uh, of the Native Americans are really funny. Like they're really funny. Aren't they named after like the first thing that you see after the baby is born or something? And then they named all the strip clubs Crazy Horse. Right. You said because when you're drunk. Yeah. Crazy, crazy horse. horse. Yeah. My Aunt Jo in the Bronx, she's a little bit racist. She's 94, and she still lives in the home she was born in, in the Bronx. Wow. And she's my favorite. She's so great. Kids are going to find a way to be shitty no matter what. Give but me anyway. a name, and I'll be, I'll be a mean kid. Uh, um, Felix. Hey, Felix, why don't you feel this? Who? Good. Uh, Stuart. Hey, Stuart. Stuart! Stuart! Bang it! <laughs> Sammy. Alright, I can't. I can't be a mean kid. I'm too nice of a kid. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. Clearly. You know, it's like, if you really need to think, you know, like, I don't care. I don't know what little world. Maybe if you're from, like, Alabama, and, and you do, that's just what you do. Y'all say a thank you know, right. and you make some lemonade, and, you know, but it's like... Thank you for forcing me to carry this baby. Oops, I talked about it. Oh. Go ahead. I will say this about Greg. Uh, he is he is a comedian. He is joking in some of these statements um, because that is the kind of comedian that he is. And also, 
his kid, the other Owen, recently uh, sustained an injury. So uh, best wishes. Hopefully all is well over there. Okay, let's talk about the Thursday show. Gorilla Breakfast's humiliating job duties. And some show notes. Jeff is leaving. Everybody loves Jeff, right? I think he's a, a universally appreciated part of the show. Um, the it is His leaving is only tempered by uh, the fact that Tony Faxton seems to be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, as Allison said, him being on the show meant a lot to her just because it was... Uh, it made the whole Corolla situation easier. By the way, there seems to be a bit of more of a... It's as if uh, an embargo has been lifted about mentioning Corolla on her show. Like, she seems... She's brought him up a couple times in the last couple weeks, which is not uh, normal. <clears throat> so, yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Jeff. I mean, he's alive. Um, but I, I'm, I'm glad to hear he's not gravely ill because, you know, uh, him... When he stopped being on the show as often, I was like, oh no, is something, something wrong? What's going on? Um, so hopefully it is just work. And uh, if that's the case, then uh, congratulations on his life change, I guess. And um, don't be a stranger. Uh, Lisa is very sad. Um, speaking of just general changes, I feel like Renee is pitching in more. and She's a little... Uh, um, she's getting in there more and also a, l a little sassier, uh, both of which I appreciate. I think she's, um, she's been on, she's been doing the show for what, a year, year and a half or whatever. But, uh, I, I feel like just in the last couple of weeks, she's come out of her shell a little bit, which I appreciate. Someone made a metaphor about the monkey and the poop. I think it was, might've been a relationship thing where someone was like, Hey man, this is my poop to come after this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat this lump. When in reality, no one else really wanted it. Um, I should really, I should re-listen to the episode, but it's too late now. It's too damn late. Um, secret JMOs, the anonymous JMOs, they are running out of anonymous JMOs. Apparently, they said they were gonna uh, limit them or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. let's uh, let's send in your weird shameful secrets, or not even like shameful secrets, but like, geez, uh. You know, in the context of this show, maybe I would say, but I don't. I don't need my name attached to it on fucking Twitter or whatever. Also, uh, let's get into that right now. I sent in one of these anonymous JMOs, one of the very first, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, I have spit on toilet paper and wiped with it. This was in the days before the ubiquitous uh, wet wipes, the adult diaper wipes that everyone uses now, baby wipes. Um, uh, you know. This is not something deployed very often. It's not something deployed for, hey man, I'm feeling I'm feeling myself today. I'm gonna give myself a little treat. This is like an emergency situation. Maybe you've been drinking a lot the night before, and like a particularly like hot lava, like diarrhea burning situation, and you just need you need something. Um, this came up on this show, and Lisa and Raphael were both like, well, why wouldn't you just go to the sink? I'm at work, fool. I'm in a, in a non... In, when you're in a situation where the sink isn't right there, in which case I would certainly now probably just use the wipes instead because, I, you know, I've, I got on that train pretty early. Um, but, yeah, dude, if you're in a stall at work, you can't really, like, hold on. I'm just going to run to the sink real quick and then run back. Okay. All right. 
especially if there's other people in there, you know, it's, it's a whole situation. So this is a, this is a, in case of emergency break glass, but also like, uh, not particularly, I, I would defend this choice. This is like, it's not exactly bare grills. You know what I mean? It's not like a man versus wild thing. This is just like, you got to do what you got to do. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Gorilla breakfast sounds like some sort of Joe Rogan thing. And you know, I need not say any more. Oh, so they talked about Coldstone Creamery. I've never been to a Coldstone, so I didn't get the Coldstone thing either. Um, so they're literally talking about a Coldstone. Uh, but there was a crazy video someone posted on Facebook where <laughs> basically that, basically someone um, <clears throat> making ice cream that way, but included a full hamburger. So they just chopped up a hamburger bun and all and everything, lettuce and everything, and then mixed it in with the ice cream and basically made hamburger ice cream which was um it seems like it's better just to eat the hamburger separate from the ice cream you know what i mean i know some people like to mix their foods together but that's that's an extreme situation that's uh oof, look up that video uh it's like I, it wasn't like oh my god that's gross but to me it was like but why but why would you why would you do that that's not i don't get it it seems like allison's been doing more bits lately like, uh, bits is not the word, segments, I guess. Like, the weird Japanese quiz thing. The whatever curse word they were trying not to say. It was like, it sounded like fuckology or something. But they, they were like, uh, fuckology. Um, uh, what was the other one? Oh, the Canadian thing, obviously. It, it's, it, um... They, they, there's not been as much of, not even like uh, reviews or whatever, but certainly not like the quizzes they were doing before, although that came back on Childish. On Childish, they do uh, the diary reading, it was. So um, Greg and Allison both read from their childhood diaries, which is actually very entertaining. Okay, this is from 1984 when I was nine. There's these new underpants I want that my mom has, and they're $5, and my mom won't buy them. <laughs> She used to understand that I wanted to be like her, but she doesn't understand anymore. I saw Tracy wearing underpants. Tracy was this that cool teenager, like family friend. I saw Tracy wearing underpants, and they were the kind my mom has. They were beige, and I have yucky white ones. Now my mom doesn't understand what I feel, and when I cry, she gets mad at me. She doesn't pay attention to me anymore and doesn't act the same way. Why doesn't she know what I'm feeling? I asked her if she ever did it with another guy. She got all embarrassed, embarrassed, I-M-B-E-R-A-S-E-D, and told me it was none of my business. She's totally changed. She doesn't understand me anymore, and she pays too much attention to my sister, and she doesn't even know I feel this way. And then way is on the last page, and it's in giant letters. That's so vulnerable. I know. I was really... uh, I had a tough, I had a tough mother daughter transition time. I don't know. I think all daughters do. Cause didn't you know that she had done it with a guy because you were born? You didn't know another guy. I think I, I said, uh, asked her she did it with another you guy. Did at nine? I guess I did. Holy shit. Do you think she has? I honestly don't know. I don't know either about my mom. Really? No fucking idea. I wonder if I should ask her. Well, the should funny- we ask our moms <laughs> and then talk about it on the podcast? <laughs> yes. Yes, but I don't, I don't think that's fair to our moms. It would be 
I mean, here's the thing. Come though. on, who don't? She's to- she she. The segment kind of got a little uh, slow before I think something happened, but I think Allison, one of the good influences Greg has been having on Allison is that he's very much like a radio guy, and radio has a certain urgency, and I think that show ends up being a little bit more fast-paced because of it, which I think is a positive contribution, I think. One of my criticisms of Carola is that uh, while he was happy to bitch about Allison after she left, <laughs> left, yeah, let's say left, um, uh, th- there, he did not seem to be, he seemed to be trying to plug her into Teresa Strasser's old slot, which they have very different backgrounds, but he's like, I just need some chick to read the news while I crack wise or whatever. And it's like, you're not, you're not good at your job. Anyway, anyway, the other parts of your job, we don't have to get into that. There's been enough negativity on the show. Probably. Um, Oh, they were talking about Jennifer Aniston. I, I, this may have been in the context of the peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwiches, which is like the mayonnaise, the tang of the mayonnaise sounds like a hard negative in this case. I don't, yikes um but jennifer anderson apparently was mildly slightly overweight at some point who cares but um someone i think it was renee said that she used to lean out a little which i thought was a very funny way of putting that um also not just she was not just in the ferris bueller show she was obviously in the let's say the first leprechaun movie uh baby jen anderson baby adult jennifer anderson um, I did like, speaking of Tony, though, I did like he's, he's uh, sort of uh, actually with like TJF and Urkel and like <laughs> just just um, helpfully butting in with with information about stuff from the 90s, which I thought was very funny. Oh, uh, just a general note. I don't know if anyone cares about this. No one does. No one does. I'm sp- spitting into the void. Um, I've adopted Renee's buddy. She says buddy a lot when, when she's talking and I... For whatever reason, that's gotten into my brain, and I say that at work. Like, if there's there's some sort of work problem or some email that didn't get sent, or like some program is freezing and won't open, I'm like, "Come on, buddy, what are you? What are we doing? What's going on?" I appreciated the the depression and antidepressant talk. They got pretty deep into it. Um, it's it's I appreciate that kind of stuff generally. Um, maybe for the same reason I appreciated the Renee Patreon episode so much. Um, it's, it's, you don't necessarily hear people talking about that sort of thing, particularly people you've been listening to for a while and have like a listener relationship with. And, um, I don't know. It's, it's cool that they can be open about that kind of stuff. The JMO acapella was beautiful. Everyone loved that. No one, no one has any complaints. I assume that's, that's musical genius, musical genius. Um, uh, Allison's back on the no carb thing, which is concerning, but we'll we'll monitor the situation. Um, Jeff's speaking of carbs, Jeff's sink restaurant where you eat a sandwich over the sink. Beautiful idea. I love that very much. I appreciate that very much. Um, speaking of sandwiches, uh, the notch in the subway sandwich was a foreign concept to me. Let me Google this to see if it because I've been to subways. You know, it's not my favorite spot, but I've been there. I go there. I don't know. Once every couple months or so. Uh, I don't remember a notch at all. Let me Google this.
Googling, I'm not seeing any notches. Maybe I should have used a different word or something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're talking about, man. Subway. Sandwich. Uh. Oh, what the fuck? Okay. Okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, so I mentioned it was like in the middle of the sandwich or something, the way they cut it in half. Maybe that was done differently. No, they just cut like a little wedge out of the top of the sandwich for whatever reason which I don't know what what is that why would you to make it look like a fancy bread or something wow I don't like this at all I don't appreciate that at all they better not throw away that notch either that's my bread I paid for that bread get out of here wow wow a lot of heavy things a lot of heavy things going on um, I, I mean god I wish everyone else was here it, w it would be fun to talk about all this stuff with, with actual people. <laughs> I'm so alone. But yeah, man. Um, I think that's about it. Guys. Guys. Guys, I gotta tell you some stuff. Um, so... <laughs> I did... You may have noticed I didn't... There's nothing from the Monday episode so far. Uh, uh, I was not a. Uh, I had feelings about the Monday episode, uh, uh, which you're about to hear, um, in abridged form. So, so I, I tried to be pretty positive. I was not successful. Um, there was some stuff I had to cut out. Uh, apologies to Lee Bruns. I said some not nice things about comedians, most of which will be cut out. Um, not all of them. The, the, mm, I guess if you stand on stage with a spotlight on you and a microphone in your hand and no one else is allowed to talk, you, you might get a certain sense of the value of your words. Um, and, and I find that irritating sometimes. I may cut this out. And I almost did. Um, oof, boy. So, so... Uh, uh, yeah, so this is about half as long as it was before. Um, I cut out a lot of, some, some negativity, but also just some, some more boring political stuff, because not everyone wants to hear that. I left in my, my general issues with Glebe, and some, some compliments which are just buried, just buried. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so, so that's mostly it. Uh, my issue... Just to, just to touch on the abortion thing, which I, I go into a little bit. Um, uh, it's not just that I think he was uh, repeating misinformation. He was actually repeating sort of a, a specific right-wing talking point, which is um, uh, uh, his inability to distinguish between saying bad things about Democrats and um, being a good candidate himself uh, caused... Caused some, caused some agita. I was not happy with that. Anyway, you'll hear it. Um, if you don't feel like listening to this, uh, fair point. Fair point. Um, skip ahead like ten minutes. There is some some stuff after this at the end of the show. Um, yeah, thank you and sorry. Also, Ben Glebe is not Ben Hoffman. 
Um, I think they were first on Allison's show around the same time. I always get them kind of confused. Um, but yeah, so it was, uh, hmm, hmm. This is, uh, it would be nice to be able to talk about this with other people in the normal format of the show because I, I might have a difference of opinion. I like Ben Glebe. That's probably not a difference of opinion. I think he's funny. Uh, what the fuck is he doing running for president? What's going on? My, my beef would be that um, if you listen to him on Allison's show, there's a point where Allison asks, hey, um, of the other Democratic candidates, uh, you know, the real ones, um, what do you like about their positions? What do you have in common? What's, what's something positive you can say? And his reaction was to shit on all the other Democratic candidates, which is, I think, the crux of my beef. Uh, with him and how he's handling this so far. It was funny. He was He's a comedian, right? But uh, if given the likelihood, which he would probably cop to, that he's not going to win the Democratic primary, the only thing he's going to do is say terrible things about Democrats, uh, which is if you want Democrats to win, maybe not the best thing you can do. Um, but I guess it, it, the argument would go. Um, I don't know that he would give this argument but it would be fair to say that you know um these people have to stand up to criticisms of all, of all kinds even from fellow people running as president who you know uh aren't gonna win and shouldn't be running um but then again that's all of them except for one right probably uh not really i'm trying to be nice guys guys i'm not doing a great job i'm not killing this part of it um yeah, I could go on for a long time about my issues politically with with Mr. Glebe. Not not that I disagree with everything that he said, but but also, what are you doing, sir? Uh, what I will say is that if he's just if he just wants to talk about politics and is searching for a bigger forum to do it, cool. Like I kind of am on board with that. Um, uh, the the as I've made clear nine times, it's the running for president thing that bothers me. Um, Oh, so I thought Allison had very good questions about how one runs for president and how to get uh, into a debate and stuff like that. And she was she said something like, oh, you know, sorry for asking such, you know, uh, silly or simple questions or whatever. I'm I don't know much about this and sort of self-conscious about it. But I think most people don't know much about that. And I certainly learned something. I, I've never even considered how the rules and requirements for one to get on the debate stage or to qualify to get on the ballot or whatever, so good for her. Oh, yeah, let's get to this shit. So uh, Ben was like, uh, you know, uh, you know, the Republicans are crazy, blah, 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 you know, and, you know, I'm fair, you know. Uh, these Democrats, I don't agree with them, you know, doing super late-term abortions or whatever. And, and just I'm going to have to play a clip. Uh right, and I think when the Democratic Party recently in, in New York endorsed even like up to birth abortions that's horrible and horrific that, that's not a good look at all that's yeah. ho ho horrendous that being said and i'm sure someone will write in and and explain why i'm wrong but there are not women at eight nine months pregnant who are like you know what i just realized i don't want this baby could you take it out like the people who are having a, a terminating pregnancies at that point some something awful happened the right. baby is not going to survive and they're choosing whether to give birth and then have the baby die right away or whether to avoid that particular horrendous outcome like the people who this is i think that's generally true 
Yeah, I mean, it's no one is murdering babies. So, the issue being that's not a real thing. Uh, New York, um, New York did not. Uh, there was a, a change in the law in New York to make abortions more accessible, although they're already very accessible in New York. It's sort of like it's, it's kind of one of those things where places where there's it's already hard to get one or there's only one place that offers abortions in a state like Missouri only has one clinic that does that. Um, it's getting harder for places where it's already hard and it's kind of um, becoming slightly easier for places where it's already very easy or relatively easy, I should say. Um, but the change was basically that if the mom's going to die, you can do uh, a third trimester abortion. Or if the, the child is, like, going to die, basically, uh, you can get a third trimester abortion. Um, basically, medical necessity. Um, and that's really about it. Uh, and as Allison noted correctly, about, give or take, 1% of abortions are conducted later than, like, 20 weeks. Like... So later abortions, late term abortions is not a, not the preferred term because it's not real. It does, it means completely different things to different people and it's sort of, um, in the anti-abortion world, it's sort of thrown around without being defined because people, they want people to fill in the blanks with whatever the worst thing is. Um, but basically the change in New York's law was that uh, if, if the health of the mother is at risk, um, there's normally a, a cap on when you can legally get an abortion at 24 weeks, I want to say. Let me not make stuff up like I'm fucking Ben Glebe over here. Yeah, 24 weeks. Um, and the exceptions are if it's uh, an absence of fetal viability. So you don't want someone to have a fetus which is has already essentially miscarried you don't want to force a woman to carry that for another couple months just because you're fucking mike pence or whatever you're some fucking ghost pilgrim from the dana gould show um uh also if the health of the mother is at risk um to protect the the patient's life or health um uh yeah and that's it those are the exceptions so it's not like you know oh, I got the sixth grader and, you know, rent's been a little tight lately, so I'm just going to throw him in a fucking blender. Like, that's, that's, I, I'm exaggerating mildly, but that's kind of what the, the hardest core anti-abortion people want you to think is happening. Um, and people who, uh, a lot of people, people with good intentions, uh, sometimes adopt that sort of same language or try to meet people in the middle, um, meet people who are lying in the middle, which is, uh, it turns out not a great idea. Uh, it doesn't always work out. Kind of just makes you repeat stuff that isn't true. Uh, incidentally, at six weeks, uh, a, a fetus would be the size of uh, a, a pea, P-E-A, um, and not a grain of rice. That's a completely pedantic thing that I did not need to correct. Did not need to correct. Uh, speaking generally, my issue with his, uh, taking a, this is a very political thing. I should, uh, I should buttress this. There should be some, like, sprawling sound effects or something. Um, but my issue with him taking a dump on other Democrats, uh, almost exclusively, really, 
Uh, there was some like vague, non-specific, unnamed Republicans other than Trump, who he, he I guess has problems with, but sure made sure to talk shit about Elizabeth Warren and Barack Obama and Cory Booker and Bernie Sanders. <laughs> anyway, um, but you you can't be like, hey man, what have these guys ever done? I hosted a telethon, and I guess that's why <laughs> Democrats won the 2018 midterms because of your telethon, sir. That's, that's, I mean, with all due respect to your achievements, like, uh, you no need to, to do a Trump and, like, talk shit about other people to and make yourself look like you're on their level. Um, the Consumer uh, Financial Protection Bureau was huge, and that was Elizabeth Warren's thing. Uh, Cory Booker has, has signed various legislation in New Jersey. And I, I don't, you know, I, I'm not saying vote for any of these people, but, you know, Kamala Harris was like a district attorney and you know blah 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 and senator and yada 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 um you can't be like you know these people who are these guys like uh maybe you just don't know anything about who they are is the problem uh really glebe also made some comment about you know barack obama tried to bring people together but he gave up on that pretty early like i don't think i'm not sure he was the one who was the problem um <laughs> i think it was it was kind of the other way around uh, but anyway, 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 um, so that's my thoughts on the Monday episode. Other than that, I have no feelings about it. Uh, let's say something positive, right? So uh, his joke about how red state, blue state, that whole thing, that's just literally the same colors as the Bloods and the Crips as street gangs. I thought that was very funny. Um, that was very insightful. And also because the red state, blue state thing is uh, kind of fake. It is a thing that, like, I don't know if it was CNN, but basically people started using it um, in order to simplify their political coverage. But if a state is 49% one party and 51% the other party, you can't really say it's a red state or a blue state. That's not a real thing. Um, there's a bunch of states where county by county maybe it's red, but overall it's blue because the population centers, most of the actual people live in larger cities and blah 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 so it's it's uh, it's the frame of red states and blue states is is silly is i think a kind way to put it um and i'm, I'm happy he said something about that um <clears throat> also um on monday was it also monday it might have been later in the week there was a bonus patreon episode with ben glebe and they talked about a couple things which are you know behind the paywall so i won't get into details he had an encounter with joe rogan who i'm not the biggest fan of either um <laughs> i don't think mr rogan was necessarily wrong um but also like stop having like alex jones on your podcasts <laughs> stop hanging out with weird uh right-wing weirdos and then uh signal boosting them by 10 million percent uh you dummy um, but he's a comedian, so you know, he's just, I'm just, you know, just talking truth and just talk about it. Fucking idiot. Um, also, Twilight Zone. Uh, uh, I don't think this is too much. This is actually a a fan question, which would normally have been on the regular show. Um, someone mentioned he had a doppelganger in an old Twilight Zone episode, which I would be interested to see. I'm a pretty hardcore fan of the OG Twilight Zone from. Was it 1959 to 64 or whatever? 60 to 64? Um, so I, I I don't doubt that there's someone in that show who would look like Ben Glebe in black and white. Um, but I should, I should search that out. 
Um, he also answered some policy questions. He got some questions on uh, the situation in Venezuela. Guys, guys, congratulations. You made it. I'm sorry I had to do that to you. Um, it's, thank you all for listening. If you're listening, that's redundant. Thank you for listening. Um, uh, uh, Le- uh, Brittany, Lisa loves you, I guess. Um, I, I'll catch y'all on the flip side. I don't, that sounds stupid. Okay. Uh, instead of a, a song as an outro, um, I, well, it's kind of a song. So many years ago, probably eh, not that many. I'm really stepping on myself. In the time of antiquity, um, I, I decided to make, I don't know what, a, a voice demo reel slash, I just liked when Allison did funny voices like the annoying dude bro voice or the, the Pitzer college student uh, with an annoying question. Um, and so I put together a bunch of clips um, and I put them into a song with a very, unlike the uh, problematic Greg song, which is uh, <laughs> completely lacks percussion and was, uh, I'll say not the most professional. This is only percussion. Um, I used, I put together using a free beats program and is not the greatest either. Um, but anyway, you may enjoy some of these clips. You may not have heard them in a while. Um, I think the newest clips here are from 2015. Um, so they go back a little ways. Uh, anyway, uh, enjoy. I'm Allison, and this is the sound of my voice. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that's exactly the one. (laughs) I'm good. (laughs) There's probably like a stick somewhere. He's like, oh, I'm so fat. Hey. Um, At that point, I said, I love my underwear at your house. I know that my conservative listeners are going to be like, why is our all conservatives bad? You're not having a good time? I don't know what you're talking about, but are you sure it was me? Because I would never do something to put you in an uncomfortable position because I love you. I didn't say that last part, oh, but that's right. the thing. Of course I have your... I just want to make your life better. I have your best right. interest at heart. I just want to... Just look... Let me into your life. Let me love you. I guarantee you things will turn around. They'll get better. You'll never feel embarrassed. You know, I was that kind of large gal. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? Fan of fake boobs? Mr. Moody? Yeah. I had to put aside. I was going to buy it for her with my own money. Yeah. Me undies. <laughs> me undies. Me undies. Me undies. Is that what I'm saying? I- <laughs> and there are people out there who are like, no, don't you get it? And by the way, that's the voice they type in. No, don't you get it? Yeah. Don't you get it? The ace man didn't want to have to have a conversation. You're supposed to just know this. It's like, no, no. that's not. Just giving them attention. Exactly. Just giving them the attention they want. Put us in your mouth. Yes. Yeah. And there's also this one. Don't you want the feedback? Yeah, yeah, right. Like it's feedback. Don't you want to improve? Like, um, yes. I was just wondering when you mentioned like the rustle of language. <laughs> the kind of like a woman who's like, oh my god, I like you did that all yourself. You're so amazing. Leave me alone. I'll feel very adolescent when I'm like, you know, you don't get it. Yes. <laughs> but it's sort of similar to being like, no, you don't get it. I'm not pretty. 
hey, at least that would be a child. <laughs> Short and sweet, in and out. Hashtag come. It was kind of sweet. Ha! I'm just not a jealous person. Do you guys want to look at the gnarly bruise I have from giving blood the other day? You give blood? Yeah. yeah. I wish I had that kind of equanimity. Instead, I find that it makes me go like... And then I just like that. Well, I'm also... A, take crap in my pants. Yeah. I can be blonde. Oh, Give me time. No. I can be blonde. No, no, I can. No. Yeah, I can. I can. I can. You don't want that. You don't want that. And if tears come out of my eyes, it's only because I have sympathetic pain with your LASIK. Yes. And Don't if I cannot try! see them or recognize them from this distance, it's, it's only because of the... I do know that, and I had talked about this before, you know, last year, especially sort of the second half of last year, I felt depressed quite a bit. And then the, s- the second I got fired, it was like, Boom! I feel f- like fine now because I have I don't know what sound effect that was. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I have spit on toilet paper and wiped with it. I think it's in a, it's an escape or a crutch or it's it's hard for me to just this is. Uh, I know this is a judgment and, and I could be wrong, but it's hard for me to go like, yeah, that's just something he does every day. Yeah. I feel like what's going on there. Right. Right.